Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Freedom Podcast. This is our second episode where we are talking about the power of transformation and the prototype of transformation that God's establishing here in the state of Alabama. I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Beverly Maddox. Beverly, I've got my radio voice on today. Yes, you do. And, and on a personal note, it's really our personal journey. And you guys are just walking along with us as we keep going about it. Honestly, we have shared so much in these podcasts. How long have we been doing these? Since August? Uh, yep. Uh-huh. The total totality of podcasts. Yes. Well, I think that we can just continue right on because we really have, I think, Shared our story, which I was sharing that today. I was walking around in the kitchen a couple of years ago, and I'm not a very good singer, but I was just singing my heart out. And you know how you just get caught up in doing chores or whatever you're doing, and I was preparing a meal, and I'm just singing, singing. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just prompted me and said, pay attention. And I started listening to what I was singing, and I was declaring over myself over and over again, tell your story. Tell your story. Tell your story. We all have our own hero's journey, and I'm I'm just really honored to be able to serve our journey with you. It's, it's not always been pretty. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's been downright messy, and we haven't always had answers. We haven't always had clear direction. We haven't always functioned with God's intentionality. A lot of times we've gotten way ahead of God. But I do have to say, I don't know that we've ever fallen behind. I think we may have run ahead a few times, but I don't think we've ever fallen behind. So whatever stage of life you're in, you're just part of our journey and now we're part of yours. So I pray it's blessing you. We're really enjoying doing this. We really are. These last couple of episodes, we've been focusing on this uh, transformational uh, prototype that we've, that's been prophesied that we could uh, establish here in the state of Alabama, especially for the triumphant reserve in all the other states that are now wanting to take the steps of faith to begin to see a state transformed. And so, obviously, we've not totally transformed the state of Alabama, but we definitely have laid a foundation for a prototype, we believe, and that's been recognized prophetically by our friend Chuck Pearson. So some of our purpose the last couple of episodes have been to kind of document this, and hopefully there's principles of transformation right. that are being expanded upon. Foundational that are, and beliefs that are core values for us, yes, truly. Yes, and that will be a blessing to you and yes. that you can add to your arsenal. So some of our arsenal is Bev's words. She's uh, a poet and has written some beautiful poetry. You are a poet. And uh, so, oh, I had a beautiful scripture. Hold on. Uh, I just jarred my own memory of Psalm 61. Talking about being a poet. Yes. I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it jarred my memory. So I think I'll take just a minute and share it. Psalm 61 and the message translation. Let me see if I can pull this up on Wi-Fi. It says, let the days of the king add up to years and years of good rule. Set his throne in full light of God. Post steady love and good faith as lookouts. I'll be the poet who sings your glory and live what I sing every day. Oh, my gosh. That is so beautiful. Yeah. And... The title of the poem is Today. Come on. Which, tell me that scripture again. That's beautiful. Psalm 61 in the message translation. Just beautiful. I will, I will, and I will be the poet who sings your glory and live what I sing every day. Oh, my goodness. Well, I had already chosen the poem today. 
Today is the day to create, have a say, laugh and sing out loud, live this life and live it proud. Opportunities call, come with me. I think I will just to have a see. Position for peace, this pain will ease. Willing to yield this battlefield. Wisdom and understanding, meekness helps with landings. Truth always prevails in the midst of chaotic hell. Strong, focused, unwavering. This joy deserves savoring. Today is the day. Wow. You know, (laughs) I I think, uh, Beverly, that probably is... A key principle uh, in Hebrews, it says, today, if you will hear his voice, obey him. And I think there are moments that it's today. And, and when it's today, God is saying something to go do today and go go set your hand to today. And so uh, we really believe that this is one of those today moments. Like today, this is what God's wanting to do and what, what God's wanting to say. He's the same yesterday today and forever. That's right. And so we uh, want to talk to you just a little bit today about our journey. Last episode, we kind of brought you up to speed that what brought us to Alabama, kind of what uh, God did prophetically. And we talked about how all the prophetic uh, experiences and words begin to weave together and that how God, we felt like, was culminating uh, in a moment of history where we are today uh, for what God wants to do as far as the power of transformation. Our uh, old longtime friend, Bob Jones, I was rereading it uh, with, I think I mentioned you, Beverly, this week, that Bob had prophesied, Bob's favorite date was twos, like 222. Yes, he was obsessed with it. He was it. obsessed with 222. Two, two. was. And uh, so he prophesied when the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, it would be a prophetic signpost of uh, the apostolic chiefs arising and two billion lives being transformed. My and word. so, lo and behold, on <laughs> 2 2 2020, all the twos, that's when Kansas City wins that's the Super exactly Bowl. Right. Their coach, it was his 222nd win. Unbelievable. And uh, on and on. And so, we know that God, this is. Uh, pre-pandemic, that God was doing something even then prophetically. Then the pandemic came, and now we're on the other side of that. And we feel like God is is releasing a prototype for transformation in this new kingdom era uh, that that we've stepped into. And so we're just sharing our portion. I know everybody has their portion. We're just sharing our portion so that hopefully you can put the puzzle together and uh, and see how God begins to move move you. But it was in what 2019, I guess, that we actually heard the word about all in 2020. Well, about going across the entire state, and then Chuck prophesied that you would do that, and that the fire would come, and God would send the wind, and we just very much took it to heart. It started putting it together and putting the whole campaign together. Well, then God said, present the state of Alabama, which was another whole challenge right there. Chuck had (laughs) prophesied in 2018 to Beverly and I, he put a fire mantle on us and said, basically, you'll go to gates of city and send fire teams to gates of city. You'll release the fire and God and I will send the wind, says God. So that's 2018, 2019. Uh, Of course, you know how prophecy is. You hear it, you, 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 Believe it, you put it inside of you, and then you, okay, God, when you're ready. So 2019, we were in a service, and God said, uh, this preacher was preaching, and he said, somebody will take the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit, to every county in Alabama. And in that moment, I said, Lord, bless that man, you know, bless that woman, whoever that is. And the Lord said, that would be you guys. 
And that's when we said, Lord, have mercy. And we begin to put these prophecies together that were culminating that, oh, Lord. Well, and I do want to say this, because we're not the only group of people who have received a call to do that. No. It, the, the thing for us is we just happen to live in the state of Alabama, but we, Chuck, specifically listed 22 other states who were aligned with the kingdom of God and moving forward. And there have been others who have gone through their entire state as well. But he was adamant that Alabama has to go first. And of course, we believe that's because Alabama was the first state to step up and to align with Israel Mm -hmm. when Israel became a nation in was it 47, 47? I believe, 48. And, and then again, when it came back around. So we have always had governmental officials who aligned with the state of Israel. And I I believe that that is one of the main things that has compelled us forward. Well, that's probably along the lines of the power of first that yes. Chuck teaches so powerfully about because somehow Alabama got positioned by being the first uh, to, to align uh, this whole first fruits principle is some of what God spoke to us about. That so we realized that God's calendar was going to be important in this season of transformation. That we needed to get on God's That's time. That's right. Because the first thing God told us to do in Alabama, He said, "Can you present the state of Alabama to me at Tabernacles?" Well, and that was on a Sunday, and. Next week was Tabernacles, so that shifted everyone on our team into high gear. And Kent just went right into what his skill set is. He completely organized teams of people with telephones and put everybody online just cold calling pastors around the state of Alabama. And some of them were very receptive, and others were like, "Uh, no, thank you, but... By the end of the week, we had them rallied. It was one. It was a wild time, you know. We only we we started writing down people we were in relationship and that we knew in the state, and uh, you know, I guess maybe I think ten counties out of sixty-seven That's we right. had solid, strong relationships with that we could, you know, uh, call and ask for help. And so Bev's right. We set up like a. All I knew to do was just what I knew to do. We set up like a phone call, phone call center, and calling people. We'd look up their ministry name, and if it had anything about Holy Spirit or Apostle, they got a call. uh, We'd call and just say, "Look, here's what God's told us to do." We're trusting that that if it resonates with you, Holy Spirit will will speak to you. And I'm telling you, some of course said, "You know, obviously we're not interested," but then some were like. Man, we've been waiting on this, or the Holy Spirit. As soon as you called, we felt the Holy Spirit, and it was a wild time. But sure enough, at by Tabernacles, all sixty-seven counties uh, were represented here to present to the Lord uh, at the Feast of Tabernacles, two thousand and nineteen. And the excitement—it was. Just tangible. The atmosphere was electric. Everybody came. We had our first peoples. Some came, you know, dressed in in their native dress. I mean, just really powerful declarations of praying over the land and praying for redemption that they had been doing for years. And one thing I wanted to say about the appointed seasons of, of God and the appointed times of God and aligning with them, and I know I'm going back just a little bit, but this is important. On the Gregorian calendar, we celebrate the new year in January. We have just celebrated the head of the year for 5783 in September. So you see that little bit of a shift. And so what we found for us that has been so incredibly empowering, and I go back to that one spring break <laughs> that yeah. we, we, sh- we, should, we should have been doing something differently. We were 
feasting when we should have been fasting and fasting when we should have been feasting and we were resting when we should have been at war and warring when we should have been at rest. We literally were not aligned in any way, shape or form with the open portal that God provides for us during the feast and the the literally appointed times of God. So once we shifted into that, that changed our whole dynamic of, of how we prepared to fast or how we prepare to celebrate and the seasons that we come together and what the specific purposes are. It just aligns you with something so much bigger than yourself. And for me, that was the most important aspect of it. It's going to be key to transformation. That's why in our transformation workbook, we wrote on uh, identity and alignment uh, because we feel like it's just going to be imperative to align. And I want to encourage you. Uh, well, we got that book available at uh, lifeoffreedom.site. Yes. So if you hadn't gotten the work, Transformation Workbook, it's available lifeoffreedom.site, just so you know how to get a, get a hold of that. Uh, but, but what's interesting and powerful as we begin to take these steps, I want to encourage you. We didn't, we didn't know what we were doing uh, other than obedience to the next steps. And so our first the first thing God said when we said yes, okay, we if you're saying we're going to take the fire to each county, then okay, yes, we're going to do that. Now, how we're going to do that, we don't have a clue. God's first instruction, present tab, the, the state of Alabama at Tabernacles. Miraculously, that happens the first week. Right. But, but may I just interject at this point? Because, you know, prophetic words don't always happen the next year. I mean, we are, we're still delving into the layers and the depths of the words that came when we first founded Word Alive International Outreach. So you can only imagine our shock when we get a word that Kent's going to go to all of the gates of the city. He's going to talk to all of the elders in the whole state of Alabama in 2018. And in 2019, God says, now is the time. I think yeah, we and, I, we- and we, I don't even think we even had the strategy of the elders other than, other than the word was, you'll go to gates of city. That's it. Oh, and the we elders, had to figure that out. That's exactly right. That came later. And so you can only imagine our surprise when we find ourselves in the middle of beginning this campaign in 2019. And we think that we are really doing well, that we've gotten the revelation. We... Prophecy is unfolding before our very eyes. And the next thing the Lord says is, oh, by the way, I'm going to need you to present the whole state at Tabernacles. And so we knew that that the, the alignment of, so the first thing God said was timing is important. That's right. So we knew, okay, that's important. We obeyed that part, okay, getting in line with time. God actually said that I will release 67 angels that will yes. go back with each person to their county to begin the work of the working with igniting the triumphant reserve. So that was the that was the first kind of assignment that we said yes to and we and we did not knowing how we were going to actually go through the state and what that would look like. Interestingly enough, the Saturday before uh, I mean, we were down to the wire working with counties I mean, to trying to, uh, to you know, it was like wire. a political campaign. You know, we're just it trying to really rally, was. rally all these it votes. Was, it the was county, so much and energy. So Bev and it. I uh, wind up at a, a wedding that we had scheduled months in advance the day before in the capital of Alabama, Montgomery. And I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, why am I Montgomery? There are so many things I need to be working on right now, but somehow. You know, here we are at this wedding. It was a glorious wedding, dear friends of ours. 
and thrilled to be there. But it was just like, Lord, there's so much I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I in Montgomery the day before this massive gathering at our church of the entire state of Alabama? Then I realized, well, man, we're at the Capitol. That's right. And so just by God's grace, we wound up with a little bit of extra time. We said, well, let's go to the Capitol and pray. We did. And we saw next to the Capitol this thing called the Peace and Justice Museum. Totally changed our lives yes, forever. It's tra- forever. And we so we went there and realized it was a powerful memorial that had been built. And we walked in and there was a wall of soil, sixty-four jars of soil representing sixty-four counties of Alabama where we had actually lynched black brothers and sisters yes. from trees. Atrocity that had happened and there was a there's a memorial that's built been built. Actually there's a uh uh, book and movie, I yes. think, about oh, yeah. Mercy. The, yes, that's uh, it. Mercy and, Now, I Mercy think. Mercy Now, yeah. But uh, the Holy Spirit spoke instantly to us and said, one of the mandates when you go to the county, redig the soil and redeem the land. That's the second probably most powerful uh, point we had, that the land itself of this of our state, of all, all land, is important. Of course, now you go back and you reread the Bible and you see how important land actually yes. is to God. And we thought, oh my. So one of the portions of our assignment would be redig the soil of the land of Alabama. And and because actually the Lord said the 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 earth, the land itself is crying out for justice, like like the blood of Abel that cried out to God that there was exactly. ju- there was blood of martyrs, blood of the the saints of old was in the soil of our state crying out. So we knew that would be uh, a mandate from the Lord. And so uh, we got back and sure enough, the whole state gathered. We had a time of commissioning to the state. And so that was 2000, the end of 2019. I actually have the whole photograph. You you should have seen it. We had to do a panoramic view to fit everybody in here. And they all brought signs from their own counties. <laughs> so everybody was represented. I have it right on the other side of this wall. Yeah, actually. it's really cool. <laughs> So cool. And just people taking a step of faith to come and say yes to some bizarre well, thing that God was telling us to do. They had been praying for for years that aligned with our prayers. <coughs> and I think the the biggest aspect for us is just the connection that took place. And we went from, as you said, knowing maybe a handful of people across the state in 10 counties to having relationships and connections and have had wonderful experiences now with all 67 counties. Yeah, it's been it's been staggering just to see see what God did. We we after Tabernacles, we got the instruction then uh, that we would now launch the campaign January of 2020. Our instruction from the Lord was go to every county, right? So all 67 counties, uh, dig the soil, re- pray over the soil, redeem the soil, go to the city gates. By revelation from God's word, we realized city gates were where the elders would sit yes. and judge. So we knew that to be the county commissioners, the mayor's office, those in, in government authority that had been placed in these counties. We were to go and to pray for them, redig the soil, pray over the soil, and then have a meeting. With- so now can you see we're getting a strategy? Yes. We did not have one, but slowly but surely— the Lord just put it together, and it was so intentional. You you honestly couldn't have gone wrong. All you had to do was follow exactly what he had asked us to do, which is why we're sharing all this with you, because he is so intentional. 
and he's got all these strategies for you as well. Yeah, it, it was it was bizarre. Just think, just even thinking that we were going to attempt it was overwhelming at times. To think, oh Lord, have mercy, because we were going to have to go to three or four counties a week. Okay, so uh, now, to be able to get the job done between that tabernacles and, and the we next were one. trying to do it within a year to present it to Chuck Pierce at the head of the year. Which then, as you all know, we get into this campaign and pandemic. The pandemic. Yeah. So we have literally been at it from January the 3rd until the beginning of March, and it was glorious. I mean, just absolutely glorious. Everyone was so receptive. We could not believe how the governmental officials had responded. We were welcome in every single municipality, building, courthouse. We didn't have any obligation at all to the uh, government officials, which was amazing to us. Actually, how many godly people that God had already I put mean, in really positions of power and authority. People. But what was surprising to them, because I'm, I'm assuming somebody's always wanting something, but what was surprising when we'd go, they were like, well, now, why are you here? We want to pray for you. Right. We want to bless you. And we want to ask God along with you to open the gates and let the Lord into the uh, territory. And I mean, they were just, yes, on, on board. Our first uh, county commissioner uh, county commission that we did here locally, we just saw them two years later now, and they're like, "Hey, when are you when coming, are you back? coming like, back? Like, we need another prayer." <laughs> exactly. Well, and it did ultimately lead to us. We were back in Montgomery, and Kent had been invited. We had met someone that had invited him to come and just share the vision at the senator's breakfast. There, they had a breakfast that they all have. I guess once a week or however often they have it. So he shared this whole vision of the ecclesia and transformation and moving people from that low vibration to moving into their destiny and moving people out of systemic poverty and incorporating all of the things that we believe can happen as we move into this shift. And the next thing you know, he's on the Senate floor in Montgomery praying for the whole state of Alabama. It was it was really a phenomenal experience. He went straight from that prayer breakfast to the Senate floor and prayed one. I just watched it again. It was so powerful. Prayed a beautiful prayer over the Senate, and God just kept opening the door for us to, to be a part of that experience and to pray for our governmental officials and to get to know them and to see their hearts and to really understand what it is that makes our state work. I mean, yeah. because it all happens at really the local level. I mean, we we have, uh, as the United States, we, we have a president and we have the Senate and we have the House. But really, where the legislature takes place is in each individual state. Well, a revelation to us and a revelation to me was that the gov- was of the governing power that's of the right. ecclesia. That's exactly and, and right. And that's, what, that's what's important, that this is the, the ultimate revelation, that the ecclesia, the church that Jesus yes. talked about, was a church of governmental authority. And so when we begin to see, wait a minute, this is a realm of the authority that God has that we've not yet experienced or understood, it was it was powerful, humbling and completely and, uh, humbling. And amazing. The very uh one of the very first counties that we uh went to I uh, was praying for a probate judge, so we would go. We would try to go to the highest government authority yes. we could find: county commissioner, probate judge. It's different in each county, depending on the way their government works. But I'll never forget. I went into his office. He was a probate judge. He said, "I'm very conservative," and uh, 
you know, one just kept reiterating that to me. Holy well, basically Spirit. what he's saying, he didn't believe in the gifts of the Spirit or speaking in another prayer language or in, he was really, really adamant, but he did believe in the power of prayer. All of a sudden, a word of knowledge came mm-hmm. that really brought life to him. Next thing you know, we're joined together. We're praying over the uh, county together, and uh, we prayed a prayer, another pastor friend and myself with him, and left and just said, okay, we've got that done. And uh, walked outside five minutes later, the judge came and found us in the parking lot. And he said, I told you I wasn't that I'm conservative. You know, I don't really believe in this, this you know, charismatic uh, prophetic stuff. He said, but I cannot deny when you guys prayed. He said, I lifted my arm off your shoulder while we were praying because my iPhone was ringing on my iWatch. And he said it was a phone call from the sheriff that I just got the call while y'all were praying that a four, I said, I can't tell you the details because of confidentiality, but a 40, 50 year stronghold broke over our County while y'all were praying. And I got the call on my phone. And so we knew, wait a minute, this whole thing about you've got the keys to the kingdom and what you bind on earth is bound in heaven, loose on earth. This, this is real. It's very and real. as we step into it, we will see the reality of it. The, also the first County Bevel, remember, where we released the fire of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my uh, you know, we we did what we knew to do. We preached the message of Ecclesia. We had prayed for the commission. We released the fire of the Holy we Spirit. We followed the strategy that the Lord had given us. And, uh, you know, just sat there and waited a minute. Next thing you know, everyone's cell phone goes <laughs> off. It's a weather alert. And uh, we have a picture of it somewhere. I don't know if we'll have, have it ready for the podcast or not. But on the uh everybody's cell phone, it said weather alert. So we've just released the fire, and it says weather alert, wind advisory in all 67 counties of Alabama. It was phenomenal. You can't make this stuff up. Can't believe the roar that went up in that church because it can't always, when he's he's sharing our testimony about this, he always says, so I released the fire. (laughs) I mean, it was very powerful, but... Of course, no one knew exactly what to happen. Of course, in the upper room, they had flames of fire above their heads. So we didn't know exactly how God was going to do that. But it literally released the wind, and we were just on from there. Oh, my gosh. The the energy that came from that and our fire teams and the dance team, everybody just caught it. So we were ready to go. We saw such miracles in government. Uh Bev and I were in one of our territories here in Alabama with the mayor, and we were in the courthouse in the courtroom, and we all prayed in our prayers, and he asked, can I pray? We thought, you know, he's going to pray blessings. Oh, he got word. down on his knees oh, in the word. courthouse, so repented, humbling. asked Jesus for yes. rejecting him personally, accepted Jesus as his personal Savior, invited the Holy Spirit into his life, and invited the Holy Spirit into the county. It was and beautiful. it was a moving time. And so we realized God's governmental authority in the ecclesia through the power of blessing. That's right. This is important. Not cursing, the power of blessing. Yes. Going in with a word of blessing. Uh, I look like what our friend Dr. Esfoso says, bless, don't blast. We saw the results of that throughout the entire state, all 67 counties, and then the soil. And when we when we started, you know, I, I mean, I, we had agreed to the mandate. My but goodness, when that you soil guys. started sparking and uh, the demonic well, uh, we started pushback. renunciation prayers, and that's my next project. I'm going to have to put all of those prayers together because they need to be continually going forth. But this was something unexpected. We understood that the blood is crying out, just like it when Cain and Abel. I mean, it blood was calling out. It just was one of the most 
for me, because I was holding the soil, Kent was over there praying. <laughs> so when uh, Daniel and I held the soil and it sparked, we both just went, oh my goodness. Kent had no idea what had happened, but it came back to life. Yes. That is what I believe. I believe that that... And just the tiny little bit that we have removed from each county, we believe that that has redeemed the soil in every single county. Well, and, there and it's was, now productive. There was powers of rich, witchcraft oh, and so much. occult that was on the land. And as so we much. prayed, uh, I mean, we had a lot of pushback, uh, a lot of demonic uh, assault on the backside of that. But it was it was a very very powerful time. Uh, so we. Then, you know, the pandemic hit. Bev and I both were extremely sick with COVID, but our fire teams continued on. And, you know, I want to encourage you, too. You know, this it's not – when you talk about the triumphant reserve or the remnant, this wasn't about thousands of people. No, I mean, no. we had some meetings, yes, where, we you know, did. a few hundred people gathered. But there were meetings where a dozen would gather. Exactly. And so we realized it wasn't about gathering people. It was about uh, speaking God's word into the atmosphere and beginning to to do most of the work in the spirit That's realm. That's exactly right. And so now, after after completing 2020, uh, we it was a journey. Uh, it was powerful, uh, but then it really began to expand as far as the vision. And uh, it became a movement. It, it's it, a it's a true movement across our state. And so we uh, the we don't have time to jump into it this week, but. Uh, Next episode, we'll tell you more about what Chuck has seen as a prophetic prototype, tie all that together for you, uh, explain to you the prototype and what that looks like. But we, what, what Chuck, our friend Chuck Pierce, believes is that what has started now uh, at the end of this uh, 2020 now to 2022, what has now begun to manifest here is a prototype for the nation that state by state by state will begin to take a similar type approach or prototype that as Alabama turns, the nation That's will turn. That's exactly right. And uh, we just believe we are culminating uh, to a very, very powerful mo- moment. The truths that we're talking to you about today is that whatever God's asking you to do is your portion. doesn't matter how small it is or doesn't matter how uh, large it is as far as the scope of what God's asking you to do. Just do it by faith. If he spoke to you, just do it. There is uh, a somewhat of a prototype that I believe the timings of God are going to be very important this season. We've got to align our personal lives and our endeavors around God's calendar. It's it's not. This is not a uh, what what's uh, what's the word that people have used a faceless army, no. but this is true. This is not not about like Bev and I or or a, an individual. Or this is about else. the tr- the remnant, That's the triumphant right. reserve. That's, it's about all of us who yeah. are called to this, and it's not us. even about unity. That's exactly. This is right. a powerful point. Yeah. This is not about us agreeing we about everything. We don't have to agree about anything: religion, politics, child rearing, uh, any of what television programs you watch, whatever it is, what podcasts that you listen to. We don't have to be united. We just have to carry on. Well, we're united in purpose. Right. We don't have to agree, but we can be united. What is that? Psalm 133, verse 1. It says, How good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. But when you research that word, that literally means maturing. It means that we're maturing toward the goal as the process does its work in us. It's that whole grace for grace again. Absolutely. And this doesn't necessarily have to happen in a church because it's happening, it's happening in business. Education is happening in the streets. It's happening in homes. Uh, Miss Pat, I call her from oh, yeah. Ufala, Alabama. I saw her again at our last gathering here. 
the Lord spoke to her as her portion in Eufaula, uh down in South Alabama. Uh, go outside. She had a dinner bell on her porch. Ring the dinner, <laughs> ring your dinner bell, and pray. So she said, "Okay, Lord." She goes outside, rings the dinner bell, and prays. The neighbor comes over and says, "What are you doing? God told me to ring the dinner bell and pray. Can I pray with you?" Yes. First night, second night, next neighbor comes. Third night, the next neighbor comes. At the end of the week, she's got fifty people on the porch praying uh, at the ringing of the dinner bell. She said, "Lord, what do you want me to do next?" She said, "I want you to go buy everybody a bell." She went and bought them all a bell. And, and now they say at six p.m. on uh, in the evening, and you follow, you'll hear bells ringing all over the city, and that. people are being called to what pray. City was it that I rang that big Liberty Bell? That was down south. I think it was in Coffee County. Isn't uh, that and, so uh, or funny? Hale County, Coffee yeah. County. I think yeah. it was Coffee. County. But there's something about the there's ring. There's something the, about the, the ringing, ringing of, of the bell. bell. So know that that it's it's our individual parts as the ecclesia. Jesus said, "I will build my ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it." It's about land. It's important about our land where we. Uh, God told Joshua, "Wherever you put your feet, that's right. That, that you will that territory you will have, and it's about doing it in the spirit." In in that shifting the atmospheres over our it begins with our individual homes then it begins with our local cities then our then, then our counties in our communities and so uh, that's something called prayer evangelism that's also in our workbook that we've uh, gotten ready as a prototype so we uh, hope you've been blessed today with all this information that we've shared so fast are we already through yeah we got to get out of well, here we've today gotta, we've got to show you our merch again because let's see some well I'm really proud of it. I mean, we've got all in Alabama caps and coffee cups and tumblers and really great. uh, I think it's a cotton uh, spandex blend. They're very comfortable. I would advise you to size up one because they get a little shrinkage. But I've only worn it that one time, so I don't know if it's going to stretch out. But I'd still size up. Um, But they're really, really great. And of course, you know, this this was it's simple, but this was our logo for All In Alabama, and we just really believe that we're all in, and we're going to continue this. For those of you listening, not watching, these shirts are gray and oh, red. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, gray and red That for those that are listening only. But the coffee cups are great, and we have those in black and red and white and red, and the tumbler's the same. So just if you'd like to have any of these, give them, give them the site. Give you can go to allinalabama.org. <laughs> Find out more about merchandise, but of course about the movement here in Alabama. Uh, we'll be telling you how this movement is continuing on our next episode. Talk to you more about some details and specifics of how the Alabama is forming, much better radio voice forming than in I districts. Do. And uh, also, don't forget our uh, transformation workbook. That's at lifeoffreedom.site. Lifeoffreedom.site. And that can uh, put this in your hands. This is. We believe the transformational model God's given us is a grassroots movement based in identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. And so we want to make sure and get uh, that in your hand as well. Wow. A lot going on. God is moving supernaturally by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, We believe this could be the most significant time that we've ever encountered There's no doubt uh, for on us the personally, earth it is. for the power of the kingdom of it, God. It we are, truly is. We are shifting from a church age to a kingdom era yes. where the kingdom of God is coming. Uh, a big, big, big thing is this. It's not about the gospel of salvation. That was just the beginning. It's about the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of salvation 
That that is, Lord, we need you to save us. Well, thank God we do need the Lord to save us. But the ultimate message, Jesus said, when the gospel of the kingdom is preached, what's the difference? Jesus is not a savior; he's Lord. He's just does doesn't just save us; he he's is Lord. Lord. And so all. the message of the kingdom is. Jesus Christ is Lord. That's right. And this is the difference. This is you, we give it him our difference. everything, our life, our breath, our time, our energies belongs to him and his kingdom because the kingdoms of this world will fade away, but the kingdom of our God will last forever. And so this is the ultimate oh my gosh, transformational so power that we're talking about is God's kingdom coming to the earth wow. and bringing transformation. So that's we so release powerful, the it kingdom is. today. Yes. We just release the power. So feel it? You feel yeah, that? Right we here. release the power yeah. of that kingdom to you today. That's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's God's total answer for man's total need. That's heaven's manifestation in the earthly realm coming to you now. Healing and health and wholeness and provision and vitality and strength in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we just release that to you today, and we feel like the the triumphant reserve is being ignited even now through the authority of God's Word. We've had a great time. Oh, my God. It went by so quickly. I think yep. we've been talking for, what, 30 or 35 Lord, minutes? Lord, I don't know. I got lost in time. I did, too. It just, I mean, really lost in time. That went so quickly. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening. Please keep us in your prayers, as we will do you. We're traveling. Actually, we have a big Rosh Kadesh worship service next weekend, and we're really looking forward to that. Uh, you can go to the All In Alabama webpage and find all the information about where that's going to be located, what time, and uh, we just know that God is really on the move, and we just want to keep moving with Him. We really want to see this state and the nations of the world transformed. Amen. Beautiful. Galatians 5, 1, it is for freedom that Christ has made us free. Let freedom ring throughout the state of Alabama, the nation of America, and the nations of the world. We Amen. love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Be blessed.